Welcome to ROH Strong Podcast. Here is your host, Kevin Eck. What's up, Honor Nation? Welcome to Episode 70 of the ROH Strong Podcast, the official podcast of Ring of Honor Wrestling. And my guest today is one of the top high flyers in pro wrestling, and he is one of the hottest stars in Ring of Honor today. He's a former ROH World Six-Man Tag Team Champion. He is Ray Horace. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, man, thanks for having me and super excited for this uh, interview. And and this is my first time, but but I'm very happy to be with, with you guys. Well, I'm very happy to have you here because I know you don't do a whole lot of these. So I'm, uh, it, it's really it's an honor for us to have you on the on the show. Yes, yes, no problem. Uh, anything for Ring of Honor and the fans. Awesome. All right, we are also joined by ROH Spanish commentator Rich Lebesno. He'll help us out today with translating when necessary. Rich, uh, as always, always a pleasure to have you on here. Welcome to you as well. Once again, excited to be here and glad to help uh, give a helping hand uh, so that you guys, the Honor Nation, can learn more about uh, all of our athletes. Absolutely. All right, well, let's get right into what's going on right now in Ring of Honor. Ray, you've been involved in some big matches recently. Also, you're going to be involved in some big matches coming up. Let's talk about one that you were just involved in. On last week's episode of Ring of Honor TV, there was a tag match, you and the ROH world champion Bandito against Violence Unlimited, Brody King, and Chris Dickinson. That was the main event of the show. Now, I know you've been in the ring with Brody a few times, but I think this was maybe your first time with Dickinson. So just Yes, it was. What is it yes. like, what's it like wrestling those guys? Those guys look like they hit pretty hard. Uh, well, yes. Uh, every everybody here in Ring of Honor hits hard. You know, uh, if you're here, it's because uh, uh, you 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 can wrestle. You know, but uh, talking about them, uh, I was very excited to go into into the the match. Uh, one because uh, bro, uh, I bro, uh, one I, I was tagging or teaming up with uh, uh, the world champion Bandito. No, so I had that advantage on my side, but. Uh, wrestling Brody King in the past uh, gave me a, the idea that what match I was going to get into. <laughs> and and talking about Chris, uh, I, I met him uh, in the New Japan Strong Tapings, and I and I got to met him, met his work over here at Ring of Honor. And I was very hyped. I, I, knew, I knew that it was going to be a tough match, but I don't know. Our, our our styles, me and Bandido were 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 better this time, you know. And 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 the 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 good thing is that we won the match, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say congratulations. That was certainly a, a hard fought victory over over two tough competitors like Brody and and Chris Dickinson. Uh, but let's talk about what happened after the match because you guys really didn't have a lot of time to to savor that hard fought victory. La Faccion, Ingo Bernable, obviously that's Roosh, Dragon Lee, Kenny King, Bestia Del Ring, uh, as they've done so many times, came in, jumped you guys. They also jumped on uh, Dickinson and, and Brody. 
but th- that wasn't bad enough, right? I mean, we've seen these guys jump on people and beat them down. Okay, we're almost used to that by now. But then yes. they took it a step further by taking Bandito's mask and your mask. Um, now, for our fans who aren't really up on the Lucha Libre culture, can you just explain what that actually means when you take a luchador's mask like that? Oh, man, it's it's totally disrespectful. I think it's the major disrespect you can do to another luchador uh, because uh, uh, the mask is part of us, is part of our culture, the Mexican culture. And I think uh, for them being Mexican too and doing that to us, man, it's um, – you can't. I. I. I was told. I, I wasn't expecting that. No lo estaba esperando. Uh, I don't know what's their problem. I. I think the main problem is is the heat that uh, Rouge still has with Bandido. But man, I'm gonna. I'm gonna support my 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 friend, and and uh, I'm excited for my for my match against La Facción Ingobernable. I have history with Dragon Lee. Uh, I've never wrestled Rouge uh, here in, in the States, not even Ring of Honor. And I'm very, very excited for that match over at Philly because uh, the, 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 the American fans are going to see the, what, what we can do, all the, the Mexican luchadors. Uh, I think we're going we're gonna to bring it up and then we're going to have a, a great match. Yeah, I don't have any doubts about that. That's night two of Glory by Honor, August 21st at the Philadelphia, at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. Yourself and Dragon Lee against Roosh. I'm sorry, yourself and Bandito against Roosh and Dragon Lee. I had Dragon Lee on my mind because I wanted to ask the next question about him. He was part of that beatdown, but not on you and Bandito. I, he only touched Dickinson and Brody from what I saw. Um, what do you think is going on with Dragon Lee? As you mentioned, you have history. You guys have wrestled each other before. You came within an eyelash of taking the TV title from him earlier this year. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Can you explain like why he is seemingly he's there? He's part of this with LFI, but he's not actually laying hands on you guys. Yes, exactly. Uh, me, uh, me and uh, Dragon, we have history already. Uh, I was like you say, I was so close to winning that title and hopefully I get a, a rematch for that because um, I'm working so hard to, to that TV title if I get the opportunity. Uh, but at the same time, uh, Bandido and Dragon, they, they, they have like a friendship going on. You know, that's why I'm not sure what's happening right now with Dragon, with with his family and, and everything, but, but, you know, uh, I think, uh, dragon, if he decides to join us, it was going to, it was going to be, it was going to be, it will surprise a lot of people and, and most of the, of, of his family, you know, uh, I think, but I don't know what's going to happen if it's, uh, blood or blood is going to, uh, yo no sé qué es lo que vaya a pasar, si, si la sangre lo llame o se vaya con su amistad que es bandido, ¿no? There's, you know, basically, is, is blood thicker than water here? Is he going to side with his family or is he going to side with his friends here who are in the right? 
Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out. A lot of intrigue with uh, which way Dragon Lee is, is going to go at this point. Uh, but, but I want to ask either you... Way, either way, I think that the fans are going to be the ones who are going to win that day because they're going to win this uh, incredible match, that's for sure. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that, match is, that match is worth the price of admission alone, I would say. All of you guys in the ring together. But, man, I was just thinking, wouldn't it be something if Dragon Lee actually did leave LFI and join you and Bandito? I mean, talk about a six-man tag team, right? A trios team. The three uh, of you would be that. almost unbeatable. Yes, that will be crazy. That, we can recover uh, the six-man tag. Uh, we, can, we can go for a, a, any title. You know, the tag teams, six-man. Yeah. Uh, we already... He already has the 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 world sham bandido uh, TV title dragon. You know, we first started as rivals, and then you know, uh, just just a short line for rivalry to to friendship. You know, you, you can never maybe maybe in the future me and Dragon can team up. You never know. You have to you have to stay tuned and watch uh, <laughs> Ring of Honor wrestling. You know. Right. Well, like you say, with rivals, a lot of times the respect grows out of that, uh, competing against each other. You respect each other, and, and who knows, that can lead to you guys fighting on the same side somewhere down the line. Like you said, though, we'll have to see. You're going to be on opposite sides in Philly, so we'll see what happens in that, in that match. That's uh, coming up on August 21st. Uh, you can get tickets, by the way, rohwrestling.com. Tickets are still available. Uh, some tickets still available for that match. Let's talk about your amigo, Bandito. Um, yes. how proud are you of him to, I mean, obviously he was a huge underdog going into best in the world against Roosh. Roosh had only been pinned one time the whole time he's been in ring of honor. He's been as dominant of a champion as we've seen in some time. Uh, just talk about what it means, I guess, for you as Bandito's friend to see him accomplish this goal, but also in the bigger picture, what do you think it means for the Mexican community and, and luchadors all over who to have a champion like Bandito, who is an honorable champion, which is a stark contrast to what we have seen with Roosh. Well, uh, man, uh, Mexican pride and all the first thing I, I, it comes to my, to my mind and for him to us being friends, man, you, you always, you always suspect, uh, one want the best for 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 your friend no and 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 more if, if you're getting a super opportunity for a world title and i was so happy for him and very uh confident that he has everything uh all that he needs he already has it to 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 win to win that match no so i was confident but very excited at the uh at the same time i knew that it was going to be tough uh, because with Roosh, you never know. He could, he could, you know, like, él podría así como inclinarse a, a luchar bien. Podría usar su bando rudo y sacar sus artimañas para poder vencer a Bandido. Y, y eso fue lo que pasó. Quiso romper su máscara, pero al final de cuentas, eh, pues, este, Bandido fue mejor que él, fue más inteligente. Y aprovechó el momento y aprovechó el momento y se lo llevó en un paquete, un, dos, tres. Y aquí, ahora sí que el que tiene el mejor arsenal 
es el ganador y eso fue bandido, ¿no? Y muy contento por él. Y, y pues qué mejor de traernos un gran campeonato y de renombre como lo es el World Title de, de Ring of Honor, ¿no? Orgullo mexicano para nosotros. A lot of, a lot of Mexican pride here. You know, and the thing with Rush is he's, he's kind of a wild card. You, you, you never know if he's going to come to the match and just wrestle a clean match or if he's going to use all of the tools in his arsenal there, if he's going to bring the family in, you know, whether it's the antics on the outside, the ripping of the mask. But at the end of the day, you know, his buddy Bandio here was able, he, had the, he showed that he had a deeper arsenal. He was able to overcome all of these things and still come away with the championship. And I mean, Ray is incredibly proud as, a, as his friend and as a Mexican to see somebody like that hold a title and represent the country in the right way. Well, and the other Thank cool you. thing too is um, Bandito is the first masked wrestler to ever hold the Ring of Honor World Championship. So I think that is another feather in his cap right there, uh, breaking new ground. Uh, obviously, Roosh was the first Mexican ROH World Champion. Bandito is the second, but the first masked World Champion. So some history made there at Best in the World. Let's talk about, though, another, uh, well, I guess he was a former friend of yours, former tag team partner. Um, he used to be called Flamita. Now he's Demonic Flamita. Coming up this weekend on Ring of Honor Television, you're going to be in the main event again. You're facing Demonic Flamita in a no disqualification match. Now, so far, I know that you've beaten him. He's beaten you. You've kind of gone back and forth. Do you see this as the final chapter in the feud is is this going to be the end of it do you think man i i think it has to be it has to be uh me and flamita we go way back uh since 2015 the first time we wrestle a singles match he was barely coming from dragon gate uh i was barely uh uh making my name in the indies in mexico and we had a like In 2015, we had the the uh, the best match of the year, and I think that started that started the the heat between us. Uh, some of the heat because we were we were friends before that, uh, but but I think like professionally, we always had that 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 who's better, you know, you know. Uh, uh, we had like a lot of matches, and it's always been 50-50, mm -hmm. but. Right now, uh, Ring of Honor, I think it's, it's, it's about time we had that uh, no disqualification match so, so, so we can go to war. Well, you're a guy that mostly plays by the rules. You're, the, you're a guy that wrestles with honor. Uh, Demonic Flamita, certainly as of late, since he embraced his dark side, um, very, something less than honorable, that's for sure. Do you think a no DQ match might give him an advantage just because he is willing to do anything to win, but now you've got that same free reign. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Does that, does he have an advantage or are you, once there are no rules, are you able to, do you think match him sort of fight fire with fire? Uh, yo creo que estoy listo. I, I think I'm ready for, for anything. I, I've been wrestling for, for a few years now. Yeah. Uh, I've wrestled all types, all types of styles of, of wrestling styles and, and, I grew up uh, in Tijuana, Mexico. For all you fans, uh, uh, wrestling fans, uh, and, and if 
that knows of, about uh, Lucha Libre history. Tijuana was the main area that uh, a lot of big names came out of, you know, like Rey Mysterio Jr., Psychosis, Halloween, Damien, 666, Ray Senior, Rick, Ray Senior, Conan, uh, even uh, newer names like Extreme Tiger. Those are the guys that I saw and they 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 the style that they were doing back in the day it was totally new it was they used to they were the pioneers who brought the the extreme wrestling from japan to mexico so i was a little kid watching those matches and and that style i think it evolved uh uh, for for all the new wrestlers, the new upcomers from Tijuana started learning and, and wrestling that style that I've always uh, very uh, I'm always yo siempre estado bien familiarizado. I've always wrestled I'm not uh, with chairs and and, and and tables and so uh, Tijuana fans are very crazy. So <laughs> so I think uh, I became a, a crazy uh, wrestler, a crazy luchador. So I'm not I'm not scared of 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 Flamita turning uh, uh, to the dark side. Uh, he sees demonic now, so he he's more uh, his his attitude is more heel. But man, I, I have my 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 rudo side too. You know, I, uh, I I I go by the rules, but at the same time, if I have like a no disqualification match, uh, I'm gonna go hard. And like I said, it's gonna be war. The, the the last the the, the 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 next time me and Flamita are in the ring, you guys will see. Yeah, I can't wait to see that match. And um, I figured that's pretty much what you would say in a no disqualification match. You're not gonna, you know, it would make no sense for you to play by the rules since you know he's not going to be, and you can't you can't get disqualified. So, and like you said, you've got history uh, with that kind of style as well. So even though fans, I guess, in Ring of Honor have only seen you as the honorable competitor uh, this is a chance for them to see a different side of you and um and certainly i think after what demonic flamita has done to you and bandito turning his back on you guys attacking you uh after matches that um you know i think a lot of fans would like to see him get his comeuppance in this match so yeah definitely looking forward to that that'll be the main event this weekend on ring of honor wrestling check your local listings check your uh your Sinclair station where you live. You can also watch it next Monday on ROHWrestling.com. We do a watch party on Twitter at 7 p.m. If you started on the website at 7 o'clock sharp, you can watch along with the uh, other fans of Ring of Honor and the stars of Ring of Honor. I want to ask you about one other guy who is, uh, he's similar to Flamita. He's a guy that likes to mix it up, get rough and tough, and uh, he's been known to break a rule or two. Uh, that's the last real man, Silas Young. And Man, it's a big weekend for you <laughs> in Philadelphia because we talked about night two. You have that big tag team match uh, with yourself and Bandito against Roosh and Dragon Lee. But on night one, you've got a guy you've never faced before, which is Silas Young. What are your thoughts heading into that match? Well, I think that that's going to happen sooner or later. Uh, uh, I'm new in this, uh, in this company, even though I started, uh, I debuted in December 2019, but the pandemic started and and basically I, I'm, I'm still new and there's going to be a, like a lot of new faces I'm going to, I'm going to face. And I know about uh, Silas Young. I know about his capacity. I know about his roughness. 
and but I'm not worried. Like I said, I I, I wrestled uh, all around the world during my 12 years in wrestling. I've wrestled all kinds of styles, all kinds of of of, of size of wrestlers, you know. But I think I, I've I've I have everything that it takes to be a complete wrestle a uh, wrestler. Sorry, uh, I I don't I don't uh, for you for the fans. Uh, little by little, little I, they're gonna start uh, knowing uh, a little bit more of, of Ray Horace. He can wrestle all kinds of mat wrestling, high flying. If he wants to be a little bit tough, I can go rough, a little bit rougher, you know. Uh, high flying, uh, chain wrestling, anything. I think um, uh, Ray Horace has all the tools uh, that he needs, <laughs> that I need to 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 win over Silas, you know, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going like, I, I'm going confident to my match, but, uh, pero I'm not gonna, uh, no voy a bajar mi guardia. Eh, yo voy a esperar eh, que Silas Young dé lo mejor de él para dar una buena lucha en Filadelfia. He's going into it confident, but he's not going to lower his guard. He's not going overconfident. He's prepared for Silas and he's prepared for everything that Silas is going to bring, but he's still feeling that he's got enough skill and talent to overcome that and come out the victor. Well, and Ray, I think you made a great point there because obviously everyone knows how great you are in the Lucha style, but you have wrestled all over the world and you've wrestled guys with all different kinds of styles. And I assume you've taken something from all those styles and incorporated it into what you do. Um, tell, what are some of the places outside of um, Mexico and the United States? Where are some of the places that you've been? Oh, uh, thank God. Uh, wrestling has, has given me a lot. No, I've, I've, I've wrestled uh, all around the world. Uh, like you say, Mexico, I've wrestled all Mexico, all of, of the U.S. I've wrestled in, in Canada. Uh, you name it, Montreal, Vancouver. I've 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 wrestled like uh, I've gone to Puerto Rico eight or nine times. Mm. Uh, 2019, I did like four tours in Europe. I wrestled England, uh, Manchester, London, Wolverhampton. Uh, I've wrestled Dublin, uh, Germany. Wow. And I, I, I wrestled, thank God, uh, uh, a lot. No, and and and, on, and very important, uh, uh, like uh, shows. Uh, I've always wrestled uh, very and very important uh, tournaments of prestige uh, for famous for indie, uh, for famous indie companies. And and man, uh, that's a, that that's great about wrestling that you. You you get to to fly and 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 you know go and wrestle uh, to different parts of the world you know and I think uh, me wrestling all over uh, I can I keep a little bit of this keep a little a, a little bit of that and I don't know that I think for me being a, a, a Mexican luchador uh, I'm different from a normal Mexican luchador because uh, my style that I do right now that I wrestle is is a combination of of you know European Japanese 
Lucha Libre, but that's what makes me, I think, unique, the, the, the hybrid style I, 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 I do, no? Absolutely, absolutely. You, you mentioned the pandemic a few minutes ago, and I, just, I wanted to touch on that briefly uh, because, yeah, you were just getting started in Ring of Honor. Um, you came in, you had that first match against Flip Gordon, like you said, at the end of 2019. Your second match, wow, what a great second match. You won the six-man <laughs> titles along with Bandito and Flamita before he was demonic. Um, and then everything shut down, you know, then, then, you know, there was no shows in ring of honor for whatever it was, six, eight months. Um, were you able to, did you wrestle at all in between those two in between the, the, you know, the time ring of honor went on hiatus and ring of honor came back. Did you wrestle anywhere else or were you off that whole time? Oh no, I tried to, to rest and be healthy for for the future call for the next when when Ring of Honor tell us the uh, we, it's ready to come back and tape again uh, I was gonna be ready I, I stayed healthy just uh, and 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 training just I did uh, over here in Mexico was uh, it was kind of like it was more difficult because they shut shut down everything and still at this moment they barely starting to do shows but uh, uh thank god uh <clears throat> ring of honor took very good care of us during the pandemic that i was concentrating by just still like staying uh, healthy and and train you know how tough was that for you as a guy who's been wrestling for so many years to suddenly have it taken away like that for a period of how many ever months it was um, was it difficult just from a mental standpoint not to be able to be in the ring? It, it was difficult at the beginning, but I think I needed I needed it. Like uh, like I said, 2019, I, I I did like a like a, I did four tours in Europe. <laughs> the first tour was 17 days, and then you know I came back and continued wrestling in the Mexico, in the U.S. Uh, just I was, thank God, there was a lot of work, but I was so tired and so needed of, of vacations that when the, the, the pandemic started, I used, to, uh, I used that time uh, to heal my, 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 my body. I had like a lot of uh, injuries that kept me uh, to, to get better because I was uh, wrestling constantly, constantly, and, 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 but man, it was tough, like staying here at home. But I, I stood, I stood focused, and like mentally, I stood prepared for for the future, uh, for any anything that comes uh, that came for for uh, in the future uh, with Ring of Honor, you know. Right. So that's great. You came back well rested. Uh, your head was in the right place. Your body was feeling good. So yeah, it sounds like you made the most or the best of an unfortunate situation. So, all right, well, we're going to take our first break. We'll be back with more with Ray Oris right after this. It's been fun playing wrestling with y'all. But we got something even better. Honor Nation, it's the ROH Wrestling Honor Pals, the body-slamming, drop-kicking way to keep the fun going. We need some tougher competition. Oh. Put a buck on! Jay She's the new Honor Pals champion. ROH Wrestling Honor Pals. Bring home your favorite star at ShopHonor.com. 
All right, we are back on the ROH Strong Podcast. My guest is Ray Horace. We also have Rich Lebesno sitting in, our Spanish commentator, helping us with translation. Ray, let's go back to, uh, I want to go back to the beginning. Let's, let's tell your origin story. Uh, you became a fan at a young age, correct? You were, you were a young boy when you discovered pro wrestling? At how old? Oh, man, I was, I was five years old since my first memories of me going uh, to Auditorio de Tijuana, T- Tijuana Auditorium. Uh, I had a, I have uh, an uncle, a local uncle. Uh, he was a wrestler, a local wrestler. Sorry, uh, that he was the, the the one who introduced me to this magical sport. You know, since I remember, uh, uh, every two weeks I used to go to the to the to to a wrestling match to see my uncle, or in general, just to see see uh, wrestling. You know. That was one of my first passions that I that I had since I was a little kid, you know. But at the same time, I used to play baseball. That was my sport. So I used to uh, play baseball, but I, I used to be a fan too. But it wasn't like at, when I was in college, since I, when I decided to, to, to start training uh, uh lucia i was a little bit older uh i was 24 when i decided to train uh because uh my 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 life was totally different it was school it was baseball but at the same time always going to the auditorial and and, and watch uh my favorite wrestlers like uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. I saw him. He was my I. He's my idol. He was my first idol. Uh, since I remember, before before anyone uh, met him in, in, in TV, like Triple A, before he before he he did his crossover to the to the states with ECW, WCW, WWE. Became before he he became famous. I used to watch him live. So I think I always. Uh, was inspired by him. Uh, I didn't start uh, training younger, but you know, it's, it's never late to do what you love. And I think uh, Ray Mysterio Jr. was one of the main reasons I'm, I'm here in this sport, you know? Well, let's talk about that. Was your original trainer, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, was it Ray Mysterio Sr. who started training you? Yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was him. Yes. Who, is Ray, who was Ray Mysterio Jr.'s uncle? Yes, Rey Mysterio Sr., uh, Miguel Angel Lopez, his real name, his, he is uncle of, of, of Rey Mysterio Jr. or Rey Mysterio 619. So for me, uh, I was very happy to train and very uh, excited, you know, uh, to be trained by, by, by the same person that, that trained my idols, you know, you know, and, 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 and I was, I was, I was always happy to, to, to train with him. If I always, I always said, if I want one day, I'm going to train uh, Lucha is going to be with Ray senior because uh, he, he's the one who trained uh, my idol. So for mm-hmm. me to, to have like a mentor, Ray senior uh, and my teacher uh, is unbelievable. Well, let me ask you about the training. You mentioned that you had an athletic background, you played baseball. Um, did you take to it right away? Did it was it something that came naturally to you, or did it take a while for you to get acclimated to professional wrestling? 
No, uh, the first day, the first day I, I went, uh, I went from, by the first day I went to train, that day I knew that I was in the wrong sport. I knew <laughs> right away, I knew right away it was, this was my passion, my actual passion, even though I was, I was good at any sport that I play, even though I, baseball was my sport, but I, I was very good on basketball, uh, soccer, uh, and I don't know. I think down, down, really down. I I always wanted to to be a professional athlete, you know. And but the first day I I, I trained lucha, I was I, I knew that that was my my sport. And at the time, I was I was I had a, a scholarship uh, with um, Tijuana Tech, my university uh, that I used to play baseball with. Uh, but I was mixing it. I, you know, I, I played baseball with uh, my school, and then I started uh, uh, at the month uh, at my first month of training. I started uh, 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 not first month. It was three months in of training, and I had my first amateur uh, uh, match. So I was mixing that uh, wrestling and playing baseball and. That was it at the beginning. I I, I, I started as hobby, and then it, it, it became my job. Yeah. Well, it, be, it was a hobby, and then it became your passion. And uh, look, here, here you are now in Ring of Honor. And like I said, one of the hottest stars in Ring of Honor. And, and certainly, as we said, some big matches that you've had already and some big matches coming up. You mentioned uh, being at uh, university, though. What, what were you um, – I don't know if it's the same that in Mexico, we call it, you know, here majoring in, in a subject. Was there a major? Was there something that you were studying to become? Yes. Uh, well, actually I finished. I, I'm a civil engineer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm a civil engineer. Yeah. The, uh, I'm good with numbers. Uh, that was the, 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 like the career that most, uh, the, the, like I liked the most. But I don't know. It, it was. I knew it wasn't my my thing. Uh, I finished. Uh, like I said, I'm a civil engineer. But like, real down, I have always wanted to 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 live a, a playing a sport, you know. And and when I actually uh, found a wrestling, I knew I knew that that, that was there was gonna be this this was gonna be my life, you know. So you're training with Ray Mysterio Senior, and then. Now, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but was your first persona, um, was it as Rey Mysterio? It was like the translation to English was son of Rey Mysterio, right? Okay. Uh, no, I actually started only as Horus, Horus. Okay. Horus, yeah, that was, uh, that was my, my first name, Horus. Uh, I wrestled like two years and a half. Uh, with uh with that name and then uh 2011 i think uh ray senior came up to me and offered me the name of, of the son of ray mysterio the uh, the hijo de ray mysterio uh at the time the biological son uh i think he got a very bad injury and and he couldn't continue working with the name and i was doing good like locally and that's when uh, Ray Senior stepped up to me and offered me if I wanted to work uh, 
that name and 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 of course uh ray jr being my idol of course i i didn't hesitate to 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 say yes and and i wrestled uh like another three years with that name and 2014 when was i when i decided to 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 say thank you to ray senior and thank you for for the opportunity he gave me because i wasn't part of the family he was he was my god he's my godfather but he we were like straight up uh family blood and i was very happy at, uh the time i i wrestled uh with that name but at the same time i wanted to 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 make my own name so he respect me he respected uh, my my decision uh and that's when i became uh ray horace i just not not even my past or my present uh my future name became uh, ray horace just I, I just add the ray to to horace and and from 2014 uh to now uh, it's been a journey, but I think uh, 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 I've been making my, my, my name for myself and the, and the wrestling business, you know? Oh, there's no question about that. But I'm just thinking back to, to you being young into the business and getting that moniker of, you know, son of Rey Mysterio. And like you said, what an honor. But I guess also a lot of pressure, right, to live up to that billing. Did you feel pressure to, to, because you had that name? Oh, man. Actually, I wasn't probably my first match uh, because I didn't knew uh, uh, the reaction of the people, mm-hmm. and 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 it's hard because uh, you're not the original; you're like the second version. Right. And in Tijuana, Rey Mysterio, it's it's big. It's a big name. Uh, so I knew it was uh, the shoes I was gonna. Uh, I there was a big. Uh, uh, shoes I had to fit, but but I don't know. At that time, I was really motivated, and and I I I don't know. I I think I that was a wish that came true, being part of the Mysterio dynasty. That I and and I and that back in the day, I felt confident. Uh, uh, I, I felt confident because I knew that I I, I had. I I had I had I had that uh, I don't know I'm gonna go Spanish for a bit so I can be clear. Uh, yo me sentía ese día yo me sentía a pesar de que era el día más uh, más bonito de mi carrera. ¿Por qué? Porque me estaban entregando esa máscara prestigi- prestigiosa. Pero a la vez yo me yo estaba listo luchísticamente. Yo ya me sentía preparado. Eh, para llevar ese nombre eh, como debe de ser y darle ese brillo que debe llevar el nombre de Rey Misterio, ¿no? It was a beautiful day, and I, I you know, Rey is saying that he felt so honored to receive this, this mask and this name. But at the same time, he felt that his talents were there. He was ready, you know, in terms of wrestling, he, he was, his skills were there. He was ready to take this on. He was ready to... To, to bring the shine and, and, and to bring the, the proper respect um, to the name and to the legacy. Well, let's talk about Rey Mysterio Jr. You said that he was your idol. When did you first get to meet Rey Jr.? Uh, 
my first encounters with him uh, personally was was uh, when I was a kid and 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 uh, in Tijuana. You know, uh, I remember him backstage when my uncle barely put uh, my brought me my first steps into the the the, the locker rooms. I met him there. I was speechless. <laughs> you like I said, I was a little kid, but. Uh, I think my my first step, uh, my first time wrestling with him, uh, or working in general with with Rey Mysterio Jr. is when I started uh, uh, wrestling for Lucha Underground. That's when the the I had like a storyline. I used to wrestle as Dragon Azteca Jr. For all those uh, people that uh, didn't knew, I I I, I wrestled a few seasons with that company and I used to uh, wrestle with another uh, character, another gimmick as, as Dragon Azteca Jr. And, and that storyline, uh, it was uh, that I had Rey Mysterio Jr. as my mentor. So that was unbelievable. That was awesome for me because I got to, to work with uh, my idol 24 seven. And I I learned a lot from him. He was he was uh, he was he was actually like my next mentor. You know, he he gave me. I learned, like I said, I I learned a lot from him. And by my t the time I wrestled Lucha Underground, it was eh, fue una temporada donde de, de mucho crecimiento para mí. No no más porque aprendía yo de Rey Misterio Junior, sino que ya me tocó luchar con muchas mentes muy creativas como uh, Ricochet, como Johnny Mundo, como Brian Cage. Eh, ese, esa temporada en el Lucha Underground siempre fue, fue, nunca la voy a olvidar porque viví muchas experiencias que nunca me hubiera imaginado el solo hecho de yo luchar con mi ídolo y, y me pasó lo mismo que en Ring of Honor de en cuanto llegué mi segunda grabación o mi segunda lucha ahí fui campeones de tercias junto con Rey Mysterio Jr. y Ricochet que luchaba como Prince Puma y hacer lo mismo ahora en Ring of Honor repetirlo desde es algo increíble no it, it was an incredible period and time of his life where he was just learning from so many different creative minds. You know, it wasn't just working with Ray. It was also working with Ricochet and Johnny Mundo and Brian Cage. And what's kind of crazy is that at the second uh, tapings that he was there, just like in Ring of Honor, they actually won the trios titles. So it's just, uh, it's amazing for him to watch how that played out and how he was able to work with so many different people and learn and grow so much. And now he comes to Ring of Honor and he's, he's working with brand new people where he's learning and they're just as creative. And he comes away winning the, the trios titles, uh, his, his second match. So there's a lot of parallels there. Yeah, there's something about you in second matches and six-man titles or trios titles. But yeah, I was going to ask you about that in, in Lucha Underground. You, Rey Mysterio Jr. and Prince Puma, who, as you said, uh, people will know as Ricochet. You guys won those, uh, those trios titles. Uh, but I, I did some research, Ray, and did you actually team with Rey Mysterio Jr. and Alberto Del Rio back in like 2015 for the crash? Yes, uh, that's, that's another uh, beautiful, uh, great uh, and unbelievable day for me. 
That was my first time. Uh, I main event at my hometown with two of the biggest names in, in, in wrestling and in Mexico as like Alberto and, and, and my idol Ray Jr. Uh, yeah, man, that, like I said, it was an unbelievable day. I was so pumped. And I think uh, that was one of my best uh, uh, matches I gave in front of my home crowd. I think I was so uh, excited to wrestle uh, just in front of, of, of my idol, Ray Jr., because that happened uh, before uh, Lucha Underground tapings. Uh, I, I knew, I already knew that I was signed, but that was like my first time that him, my idol, got to saw me wrestled. And he he saw me like he was in the first row, like right at the at the corner, you know, like seeing me wrestle and 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 that's another another day that I'm not gonna I'm never gonna forget, you know. And the the uh, Tijuana Auditorio was packed, people uh, people uh, were outside, you know, it was a pack. It uh, uh, a, a normal Friday night. Uh, Lucha Libre at the auditorium and the uh, man, one of my best uh, days of my life, you know. Yeah, I can only imagine, you know, you're part of a team with, with two guys like that, with Ray and Alberto, and certainly Ray, you know, your idol since you were a kid. Um, were you, well, maybe this is a stupid question. I was going to ask, were you nervous teaming with those two guys? Uh, but I also wanted to ask, like, what did, did Ray give you any advice? Did he know, like, was he aware? how much you kind of idolized him did he have any words of advice for you or did he tell you hey just calm down just go do your thing or i'm just just curious what that dynamic was like man uh with ray ray's he's the people who know him he, he they know uh, ray's a great guy he's yeah. always trying to help out people and everything uh I don't know, just the support I felt at, uh, at the corner uh, that time, it gave me, oh man, the, 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 the motivation. I, I think uh, he gave me a, like a lot of advice when we started taping Lucha Undergrounds that, that we had like a lot of time. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, the first time we wrestled, it was, uh, he was just supportive. And then I, wa I was so, like I said, I was so excited. And I want to do, I, I want to like show off in front of him you know i wanted to 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 know that that <laughs> that 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 uh all of of, of ray horace it, it was his creation you know like me watching him it, it motivated me to 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 be the wrestler that i am you know so at that time i was i was ready i was ready to go and 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 give them show, uh, a show and give the people uh, our Tijuana crowd, our hometown people, you know, a, a, a show and a show to them that that I can hang with the big dogs. Absolutely. Well, I'm sure you made Ray proud back then. I'm sure you continue to make him proud with what you're doing these days, uh, for sure. In Ring of Honor, did you actually work against Ray at one point? Was there uh, again? I'm trying to. I was trying to do my research for this podcast today and i thought i came across a match where you guys were on opposite sides yes the the only time uh we we wrestle against each other uh, actually it was it was it was at the same place at uh, tijuana auditorio we made an event uh a match it was 
uh, it was Ray Jr. and the Lucha Brothers, Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, mm-hmm. versus Extreme Tiger and Chima. And, and Chima, Dragon Gate, uh, O-A-W, O-O-W-E yeah. company. Yeah, yeah Chima, yeah. Uh, the legendary Chima. And, man, the first time uh, I wrestled against my idol and we won. So that's crazy. <laughs> And and it was the first time I I received uh, the six one nine, so that was kind of kind of weird. I've I've, I've always seen, <clears throat> I've always uh, watching that that move from my idol, you know. And that day, man, uh, I, I was just in position. They got me in position for a six one nine, and li- literally I, I saw I saw Ray coming in slow mo and kick in and, 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 and kicking me slow motion with that 619 uh i don't know at the moment it was kind of a dream because i've never expected uh, that to happen but man to to win over uh uh, uh the lucha brothers and ray mysterio jr in my hometown that that was a a, a great day for me too man i'm never forgetting that yeah, another great memory for sure. And I get what you mean totally about, you know, I mean, hey, it's no fun to get kicked in the face, but hey, if you're going to take the 619 from Rey Mysterio, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's that's something you'll always remember. But, you know, you'll never forget that for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, well, we're going to take our second break and we'll be back with more with Ray Horace right after this. Want to hear post-match interviews from tonight's competitors? Want to see exclusive brand new matches? Want to learn about breaking news before anyone else? Week by Week is the perfect companion to everything that happens on ROH TV. It premieres every single Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern on the official ROH YouTube page. That's youtube.com slash ring of honor. Stay informed on the best wrestling on the planet. I'll see you there. All right, we are back on the ROH Strong Podcast. My guest is Ray Horace, telling us some great stories about Ray Mysterio Jr. and uh, the origin, uh, his origin story. Let's let's go back to the uh, to the Ray Horace name though for a little bit. Um, I read that it's it's part of Egyptian. It came from Egyptian mythology. Is is that right, Horace? Yes. Tell me about. Oh, yes, that. Horace. This is uh, from the Egyptian mythology. Uh, for for those who doesn't know a lot about that, uh, uh, Horus is is the 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 person that has or the god that has like the falcon head. Uh, Horus is known to be the the god of of, of the soul of the of the sun, the protector of 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 the skies, and I think that's when when where where my my name came from uh when i started wrestling i i i was the first uh style that came to me it was the the high flying so when i was about to to debut uh, ray senior was thinking about a name to give me and he was thinking about two names it was Zeus, Zeus, Zeus junior or horace and 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 I decided uh, I liked Horace because it was short and simple, and it was very. I came. It was like 
more familiar for me because of my style of um, high flying and how Oris is the protector of the sky. So that's how how uh, Ray Mysterio Sr. and I decided for 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 the name of of Oris uh, with a Mexican <laughs> accent, no, but. It's Horus in, in, in English. Horus. Horus. I'm gonna try that. Horus. 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 Yeah, I, I know it's kind of difficult, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell uh, uh, Quinn McKay and all of them if Ian and uh, if they can actually try to say Ray Horus <laughs> with that accent. Yes, let's make them do that. Uh, yeah. well, I love the fact that you you were able to, and I think that's very cool. The uh, the whole mythology of it. But I love too, that you added Ray, you know, you put Ray in there as well and combined the two. So you're paying homage to your trainer, Ray Mysterio senior, and obviously your idol, Ray Mysterio junior, but you still got your own identity as Horus. So I tried that out there. Horus. Okay. That's enough of that. Uh, (laughs) Let me ask you about um, your masks. How many, if if you know, uh, how many masks do you own? Oh my god, right now I have a few. I have like four. Uh I I don't I don't usually sell my mask, but there's a lot of people that send me like direct messages like they want like the, the original uh worn uh, wrestling mask. So yeah. sometimes when when the gear uh is, gets a little bit older, uh, I try to to sell my mask that goes with the, that gear. And actually, there's a lot of people that want to buy my mask. Uh, and I, right now, I have like four, like my last of four or five uh, masks that I worn uh, for Ring of Honor. But usually, I get like a lot of messages that I want, they want to get my mask. That's why I I don't have like a lot. Okay. I usually try to I usually try to to change. Uh, for every TV taping, and I I just try to use like two or three times at most, and and continue changing. Change. I I, I like uh, the different colors. I always use the same design. I change the the back part of my mask, but all of the front is is basically the same. I only play with colors because I don't know uh, Egyptian. They used to wear a lot of colors, mm-hmm. so that's why I like to mix it up. And I always wear like different types of of of, of mask and and material. And that's part of a culture in Mexico. We're we're used to like everybody like like uh, change their colors. And uh, only only like uh, the legends like uh, Santo, uh, Blue Demon. They are like the more traditional wrestlers that stay with the, the same colors. But I, I I like to mix and match and 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 play with uh, Egyptian uh, hieroglyphics and and just play with the Egyptian stuff for for my for mm-hmm. my presentations and all of my my gear, you know. Well, I know you got one less mask than you had a couple weeks ago because I saw it in uh, Bestia's hand. I think after he yanked it off your head. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I know the 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 staff helped me out there, helped me out there, and 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 gave me, and I recovered my mask. But man, I know uh, Bestia, Bestia. I, I, he, I got, I, I, my eyes on on. My eyes are are on him, you know, because he 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 went directly for my mask, and and that's like I said, that's disrespectful, and and we have something with LFI right there, you know. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned you have four or five masks right now. 
But I mean, have you, do you have any idea how many different masks you've worn throughout your career? Whew. Oh no, I don't know. The hundreds. I would say probably in the, it has to be in the hundreds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Probably hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, 12 years in this business and, and yes, I, I wrestle a lot. So yes, I think there, there, I don't have like a precise number right now, but okay. I, I bet it's like a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, mass wrestlers uh, have the same story. I bet Ramis, even if Ray Mysterio Jr., I, I bet he has like a. I think he has like a more more than me because he. I, I've never heard him like selling his mask or anything. So I bet uh, there's like a lot of wrestlers like him that that has like still has his his all of his mask. Now, do you have any that maybe have sentimental value that? from different, maybe early in your career or from a, you know, an important match to your, you know, that you had, not that you'll wear ever wear again, but just something that you'll put aside and like something you'll never part with. Yes. Uh, yes. I have my, I don't know how to say in English. Uh, can you help me Rich? Uh, Baul de los Recuerdos. So he's got like a, uh, like a, basically like a chest of, uh, uh, memories and, uh, reminders of, of special of special times in his life wow, okay. yes yes and 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 i have a for sure i have a, a, a my debut mask i have my my el dragon azteca mask that i use in lucha underground i only have one mask that i i i kept uh the one that i used for the super j cup for new japan uh -huh. that was that was another gold gold for me like uh, it was a dream for me like being part of of a show in general for new japan and for me to wrestle uh, in a prestige tournament as uh, super j cup it was it was one of my biggest accomplishments in my career so so for sure i i i kept that mask no let me ask you about that um we talked about it a little bit earlier your second match in ring of honor when you and Bandito and Flamita won the RH World Six-Man Tag Team Championships. It took place in Atlanta, center stage. And when we had Bandito on the podcast a while back, uh, I talked about it with him. The atmosphere that night uh, at center stage in Atlanta, it almost felt like it was taking place in Mexico. You had the rowdy fans. They had the air horns and saw the Mexican flag out there. Uh, I'll ask you the same question I asked Bandito. Uh, were, were you kind of surprised uh, at that crowd reaction? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was super crazy. Uh, I like you said. I felt like I was actually uh, down south of Mexico City, uh, Arena Mexico, or uh, with a hot uh, Mexican crowd. Uh, I was familiar uh, wrestling in, in Atlanta. Because uh, I used to go a lot uh, with an indie company named Mucha Lucha Atlanta. And I knew there, there were a lot of, uh, of, of Hispanic uh, fans there. But at the same time, it's a Ring of Honor show, so you never know. But I felt it. As soon as we got <laughs> out in the ring, man, those the people, they make sure... That, that they were supporting us, you know? And I think that gave, gave us the extra to, 
to the extra to 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 give our best you know and and yeah. and and more and and the big thing is that it was a, a title match it became a title match and i think at that moment the three of us uh uh we got extra excited and i think the 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 crowd being there and supporting us gave us the the extra to to win our match and then as is with mexican tradition at times again this was something bandito talked about the fans threw money in the ring which is something we don't see a lot in the united states yes uh, that's a tradition in mexico that when people love that match they they throw money and man for for me wrestling uh, in a american company such as ring of honor my company ring of honor uh man it was it was it was kind of historic man and it was it was it was pretty intense because uh like you say that we only are used to to receiving uh, that kind of gifts in mexico and and man for us to bring that like that part of our culture and then to the u.s uh it's 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 it feels pretty good you know absolutely I want to talk about a big uh, singles match that you had, which was, uh, let's, let's go back. It was at final battle. So let's go back, set up the scene there. It was supposed to be another six man tag. It was supposed to be you and Bandito and Flamita teaming up. But unfortunately the pandemic going on, we had uh, Bandito couldn't make it. Flamita couldn't make it because of COVID. And uh, you didn't really have a match that night. You were there. Uh, Dalton Castle was there. And next thing you know, we've got a match between the two of you. So no disrespect to you, Ray, but people had mostly seen you as uh, just in a few tag matches, whereas Dalton Castle, they knew, former Ring of Honor world champion. I think a lot of people thought, oh, okay, well, this Dalton's going to win this one. Uh, but no, you pulled out the win. Do you feel like that match, because it was a singles match and because you were in there against a former world champion, that that kind of opened up the eyes maybe of some fans as to, well, you know, he's not just a guy who wrestles in trios and you know, one of the Mexa blood or Mexa squad, like he, he's, he can stand on his own. Yes, for sure. Uh, for those who uh, don't know me, um, I, I'm a, I'm a guy that, that I'm, I'm always up for the challenge, you know, uh, <clears throat> when I heard that I was going to uh, wrestle a former ring of honor world champion, uh, man, I was excited to wrestle Dalton, of course. Uh, that was gonna give me the opportunity to to show myself that I that I that I have what it takes to to wrestle with the big dogs and and even that you know I have to show them that I that I can win you know uh, I know I know and I have the the experience enough experience I've wrestled you know big names you name it. Uh, the big names, uh, the big indie names, or the big names that that right now are 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 wrestling or working in the big companies. You know, I've I've wrestled all type of of title matches. I I have like enough experience that that I was confident, man. I was I was I was excited for that match as well because, like I said, it was gonna give me the opportunity to show Ring of Honor that I 
I, I, I'm up for that kind of matches, you know, that I'm up for the, those big matches. And, and it was, like I said, it was my opportunity uh, for me to show them that I, I wanted, I wanted to, I want to, you know, I want to, all the, I want, I want the titles, you know, I want, I want the, I want ring of honor gold. So if I want ring of honor gold, I have to go against the best, you know, and if, and if it was going to be me winning over a former uh, ring of honor champion, what, what, what better, you know, what better than that, you know? Absolutely. And you won that match with a move. I don't think we had really seen before. Ian Riccoboni called it a body scissors driver. And I know you've used it a few times since then to win your matches. Does it actually have a name other than body scissors driver? Yeah, well, I started, uh, uh, it didn't have a name, like an actual name, but I used to call it a Cassandra bomb as okay. tribute of, of the exotic Luchador Cassandra. Uh uh, I was inspired by him with that move, and I, I started using it as finish, and it gave me a lot of a lot of uh, wins in my career. So I used to call it Cassandra Bomb, and, but now uh, here at Ring of Honor, I'm gonna name it the the Role of the King. The Role of the King. Okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah. It rolls off the tongue better than Body Scissors Driver. It's a little catchy. Yeah, the Role of the King. <laughs> Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a wheelbarrow, Casadora in Spanish, a wheelbarrow from the top that uh-huh. goes into a, 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 like a driver, no, like a driver bomb. Yep. So that's pretty, that's pretty useful t- for me, you know? All right. Well, you heard it here first in the RH Strong podcast, Roll of the King. All right. Well, Ray, uh, I'm going to take our final break here. And then when we come back, are you up for a round of uh, 10 questions? I know you've already answered a lot of questions, but 10 more. Shan, 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 shan. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. All right. Uh, I, can, I, can, I can go for another hour. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll get blown up just talking uh, before. No, I'll get I'll get I won't keep you here that long. All right. <laughs> stay with us. Let's roll, America. Roll up your sleeves to give blood. You can help save lives of patients that depend on blood every single day. Ring of Honor Wrestling has once again teamed up with the American Red Cross for Sinclair Cares Roll Up Your Sleeves. Make an appointment today to donate blood. Your donation will help save lives and impact countless more. Go to SinclairCares.com to schedule your appointment now. All right, we're back on the RH Strong Podcast with Ray Horace. It's time to play a little game we like to call 10 Questions. Ray, are you ready? Let's do it. And it is now time for 10 Questions with Kevin. Question number one. What's something on your bucket list? For my bucket list, uh... I'm going to, I have a few, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to, so, uh, we're talking about wrestling. Uh, there's a special match. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, if it's a singles or a tag. Maybe I always wanted to wrestle the uh, Will Ospreay or Kota Ibushi. If I could have had a singles with them, it would be 
uh, one of my highlights of my career. And if not, I, I would love a, a, a tag match, but me and Bandido versus Osprey and 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 Kota Ibushi. Wow, those are some dream matchups right there. You could take my money if I see that on. A- <laughs> All right, question number two. What's a subject you'd like to know more about? Uh, the origin of life, you know, just all the the mystery of life itself. You know, there's a lot of questions unknown that I will I would love like uh, like God to came down and and gave me all the answers. You know, of all the mysteries in, in the world. You know, yes. that will be one one thing. That's great. I would love those answers as well. I think anybody would love to know the uh, the mysteries of life. All right, question number three. If you could have a conversation with any historical figure or any celebrity, uh, past or present, living or dead, who would you like to have a conversation with? Oh, uh, man, uh, probably Kobe Bryant. Kobe oh. Bryant was, uh, uh, yeah. He, he, uh, for me, my inspirations were, you know, uh, Ray Jr. I grew up uh, with Michael Jordan. And no, actually, I was I was a little kid when I started watching Michael Jordan, but but I grew up uh, watching Kobe. And then I started learning about him, all his uh, work ethic, his uh, crazy work ethic that he had to, to probably uh, to make, to improve himself, you know? And I, w- I would like to have like a, a good talk with him, with Kobe Bryant for sure. Okay. All right. Question number four. Do you cook at all? And if so, do you have a specialty? Uh, yes, I cook. Uh, me coming from a Mexican family, you know, the, my mom always, since I was a little kid, you know, uh, taught me how to make my, my eggs, my bacon, you know, but... Uh, I I loved to make pizzas. Uh, my dad, uh, when I was a kid, he used to uh, work in a... He used to have, actually, a, a pizza place, and he taught me how to make pizzas, and, and you know, I, I, I lo- for sure I like to cook. Ah, pizza, man. That, that's a good skill to have, knowing how to make yeah. pizzas. Man, if my dad worked in a pizza place or had owned a pizza place, I think I'd, I don't think I would ever leave the pizza place. <laughs> yeah, that. for sure. It was a good, uh, it was good time for me for learning for me. You know, I had like 13, 14 years old. So uh, it was a good time for me to start working, you know, in a place. And then it helped me. Uh, it helped me a lot working at, at that pizza place, pizza parlor. Okay. All right. Question number five. Do you have any hidden talents? Is there something that you might be good at that we don't know about? Uh, dancing, yeah. dancing. Since I, since I was a little kid, I used to, I used to rock with a Michael Jackson. My <laughs> mom, she 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 always used to put videos. So since I was six, seven years old, I used to do the uh, thriller, choreography, smooth criminal, all of that. So I've always loved the music in general. So. Whenever uh, music pops, uh, I'm gonna start uh, moving anything. You know, I feel the music, so so I think I think I'm a I'm a decent dancer. You know. All right, we got to see some YouTube videos or TikTok or something. 
Yeah, for else. sure, for sure. Uh, Bandido and 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 uh, some of my wrestling buddies always tell me, "Hey, you should do like a TikTok uh, horse uh, dancing or something." You got you you will get a, like a lot of followers. But you know, I, I only dance for myself. <laughs> ah. Well, Bandido tells me he's a singer. So between his singing and your dancing, <laughs> well, he. Well, the difference is that that he loves to sing, but he don't actually knows how to sing. But he, he likes to sing. Okay. He likes to sing, but you're a good dancer. That's what you're telling yeah, me. Yeah, I'm a better dancer. Okay. All right. Okay. Question number six. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? And if not, do you believe in the existence of the paranormal? Oh man, I haven't, but me being a, a, a fan of horror movies, mm -hmm. man, I've always stay up watching Exorcist uh, by myself at, at uh, one, one in the morning, you know, the, I, li I like scary movies and I like uh, getting scared, but to go to the haunted hotel and everything. But uh, actually, but the actually paranormal activity, I respect that, you know. Uh, I love watching the movies, but I know that if if the good exists, the bad exists too. So I don't play or or with that, or I don't try to 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 mess with with that side of 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 of, of yeah. life, you know. That's probably a wise decision. All right, question number seven. You can answer this either either way. I'm going to ask you, did you have a celebrity crush? Was there a celebrity that you had a crush on when you were younger or maybe that you still have one today? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would say Halle Berry. Oh, that's a good one. Sure. Uh, that's a good one. She's like a, she, her light skin color. I don't know. She pretty face, awesome body. For sure. Her and Scarlett Joe, Scarlett Johansson. All right, let me ask you. This will be a side question here. This is not part of 10 questions. Have you heard what Ric Flair is? Ric Flair claims that he had a, a one night with uh, with Haley Berry. Do you believe this is this is true, or is this just Nature Boy uh, embellishing? What do you think? Man, I, I, I don't... I don't doubt that he was a nature boy. He was, you know, <laughs> he was, he was uh, probably when Halle Berry started uh, acting. Uh, Ric Flair, he was already big and a superstar. So probably yes, I don't doubt that. Yeah, well, the guy right. has a lot of personality. So, so why you think not? It is, you think it's possible Halle Berry has taken a ride on Space Mountain? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll just we'll go to the next <laughs> next question. All right, question number eight. What's the last show that you binge-watched or are currently binge-watching? Or do you not binge-watch shows? Yes. Uh, you know, my life is wrestling. Mm. Uh, my company is Ring of Honor. But I, I've always loved to, to, to watch New Japan, what's, what's happening to New Japan. Oh. I, I see all kinds of wrestling because uh, it's like any sport. If you play soccer... Uh, you're gonna see like another big game or if if, 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 if if there's a good rivalry you know you're gonna go and watch because you love the sports that's for me the same you know I uh, my my main uh, my main thing is ring of honor but yes I'm updated with all the other companies 
just to see the the level you know of of, mm-hmm. of, of wrestling that's uh, that's being done all right question number nine other than your own masks what's your favorite luchador mask ah oh, man Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah, I for thought sure. you might that's, say that. my, that's my iconic mask for me. I was so happy when I got the opportunity to wear the, the same design. Uh, but yes, for me, it's, it's Rey Mysterio Jr. I, I love masks, so yeah. I can say a bunch. But, you know, I always inspired and love uh, Rey Mysterio Jr.'s mask. You know, my favorite Rey Mysterio mask um, because I'm a big fan of the rock group Kiss. You remember when he came mm-hmm. out with like the Gene Simmons mask? From the Kiss? Gene Simmons, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty badass. Yeah, right. yeah. Ray Mysterio, he's always uh, gone crazy with his, his, his with his with his gear and very. Um, ¿Cómo se llama? I don't know when. You, very creative. Yes, very much so. Very much so. You never know what he's going to pull out, especially like at a big show. You know, it's, he's always going to have something special. Yes. Right. What, uh, we never know what, what other superhero is going to come out with, you know? Exactly. All right. Question number 10, our final question. What's the best advice you've been given about the wrestling business and who gave it to you? <sighs> wrestling? Uh, my wrestling uncle, life. for sure. My uncle, yeah. he, he used to wrestle as... as El Demonio Negro, the Black Demon. He was a straight uh, heel, uh, a rudo, like we say over here. Uh, when he knew that I was going to start a training, he he gave me a lot of advice. He was like, take care of yourself. Uh, he knew that I was, since I was a little kid, I, I've been always crazy. So he's always like, don't uh, prepare yourself. Don't do not do a lot of crazy stuff that you don't know how to do. Uh, uh, Give yourself the time, the proper time to to be to train. So if you, the most prepared you you are, the less uh, you're gonna get injured. You know, uh, that was at the beginning. For my uncle, uh, when I started working with Rey Mysterio Senior, he gave me a lot of advices, like a lot of advices, uh, like behind the the, like behind the scenes of, of wrestling. You know. Uh, how to manage, how I'm carry myself, uh, how to uh, like uh, negotiate, like like, like how neg- a lot of a lot of cool things. Uh, Ray Mysterio Gene Jr. He taught me like a lot of uh, he a lot of advice like in the ring. So and like it was one another advice that I got for for from Super Porky. He just recently passed away, Brazo de yeah. Plata, Super Porky, yeah. right. and it was it was I was so green, and I uh, and I came out uh, out of a, a Shane wrestle wrestling that I that I did, and I just gave the tag, and I was I was I was so my my breath, I was so blown away, uh, and he would gave me like advice, like a proper technique to recover it, my my breath, and and I think uh, like. Rey Mysterio Sr., Rey Mysterio Jr., my uncle, and Super Porky are the ones who gave me like the biggest uh, uh, advice for me. Well, you've obviously had some great teachers, and you've certainly learned your lessons well, and uh, that's on full display when we see you here in Ring of Honor. That's for sure. And like we said, you've got some big matches coming up, 
Silas Young, night one, Glory by Honor in Philadelphia. That's August 20th. Night two, you team with your friend, the world champion Bandito against Roosh and Dragon Lee. That's August 21st. Uh, that's a Saturday. Uh, and coming up this weekend on Ring of Honor television, you've got your former friend, now enemy, uh, Demonic Flamita in a no disqualification match. Ray, before yes. I let you go, do you have uh, any social media uh, things that you want to, are you on Twitter, Facebook? How can people get in touch with you or follow you? Yes, uh, I'm not too big uh, uh, in social media. Uh, I'm not too, of a, uh, you know, I, I don't, I have social media, I have Facebook, Instagram, and, and, and uh, Twitter. You can find me as Ray Horace uh, TJ, uh, as Tijuana. Uh, that, but that, yes, you can find uh, anything uh, uh, like personal, and all of my, my current shows, and you can follow me there. All right. Well, I really think you should start that TikTok and get some of those dances on there, because I'm telling you, I think that's a big hit. Yes, yes. I'm going to do that. It's going to be like my, like my side hobby, you know? There's always, there's always time to, to, to do new stuff, and, and it's going to help me because it's going to keep my, my cardio up. So that's good for that. Absolutely. Well, Ray, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I really appreciate you giving me so much of your time. And uh, I will see you in Philadelphia for sure. Yes, I'm so excited for Philly. That's where I debuted it against Flip Gordon. Yep. And it's always good to, to come back uh, and wrestle at the uh, ECW arena. You know, as soon as you get in, in that arena, you feel the story the the history um, the, the history sorry that, that the building has so for me to come back uh and for two huge matches is is, is i'm very excited for that Absolutely. and thanks and thanks for 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 the interview and and let's do it again absolutely and rich thank you as well for translating today always a pleasure to have you here Thanks for having me on and pleasure, Ray. I mean, Ray, you didn't even need me this time. I, just, <laughs> a, a, excellent job, but I, I'm, I'm really honored to be along for, for the conversation. It was a fantastic time. Muchas gracias, Rich. Muchas gracias. Nada, <laughs> All right. I want to thank everybody out there for listening. And remember, a new episode of the ROH Strong Podcast drops every Monday morning on ROHWrestling.com and most podcast platforms. Keep it locked into ROHWrestling.com and ROH's social media channels. That's at Ring of Honor on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Ring of Honor for news regarding upcoming episodes. Also, for the latest ROH news and views, you can read my column, X-Files, every Friday on ROHWrestling.com. Until next time, this is Kevin X saying stay safe and let's all be ROH strong.